Summer Challenge. Sheesh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mark Summer Challenge. Today, we are in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, all the way to Mark chapter 5, verse 43. You read the rest of Mark chapter 4 and all of Mark chapter 5. And the title of this devotional is, Who Then Is This? Who then is this? Because at the end of chapter 4 of Mark, we see in verse 41, they became very much afraid and said to one another, Who then is this? And people are continuing to ask this about Jesus. Who is this guy performing all of these miracles, performing all of these healings and displaying all this power and authority? And we see in the rest of Mark chapter 4 and in Mark chapter 5, three things about Jesus that answer this question, who then is this? So number one, first, we see the authority of Jesus. This is at the end of Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Here we see Christ's humanity and his deity displayed in a pretty remarkable way. His humanity. He is sleeping on a boat. You know why? Because he is tired. He's a human. He's had a busy and long day healing people and performing all of these miracles. He is tired. He is sleeping on the boat. But then we see his deity. When he wakes up and immediately with one word, he calms the entire sea. This is his deity and humanity on full display that God, Jesus is fully human and fully God. And he displays that here. His disciples were afraid because they still had no faith. They knew that he had the power and he had the uh, capability and authority. But when their own faith was tested, when they were on the boat and their own lives were at risk, they started to doubt Jesus and their true faith was revealed. They failed the test. But students, Christians, believers can rest in the truth that God alone is able to walk us through and to guide us through even the toughest trials. If you are a true believer in Christ, God will not give you something that he will not eventually pull you out of and give you the power to endure. These trials are meant to test you, to test your faith, to grow you and bring you closer to Christ. But he will give you the strength to endure each trial. And believers can rest in that and we can trust in him. These disciples were on the boat. They were tested. The waters, the storm came and, uh, and they had doubt that Jesus could actually help them. But Jesus, of course, has all of the authority, even over this huge storm. So we saw first the authority of Jesus. Then number two, we're asking the question, who then is this? Number two, we see the sovereignty of Jesus, the sovereignty of Jesus. You know, in Genesis chapter three, verse 15, we see God make a promise that there will be a future deliverer who will one day crush the head of the serpent, Satan. And Jesus eventually does that when he dies on the cross for our sins and he raises from the dead. He defeats death. He defeats Satan once and for all. 
And then in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, we read, The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. And this is exactly what we see here in Mark chapter 5. We see Jesus continue to cast out demons of people who are possessed. And right now he casts out a demon from a possessed man. And the demon-possessed man eventually becomes a follower of Christ. He gives his life to Christ and wants to follow him completely. And Jesus tells him to stay where he is and to be basically a missionary in his own town, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to tell others how his life was transformed and saved by Jesus. But we see in this beginning part of Mark chapter 5 that Jesus is sovereign. Even over the demons, especially over Satan, Jesus is sovereign over everything and everyone. And he displays that here by casting out demons. The third thing we see about Jesus is the power of Jesus. The power of Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 43, Jesus continues to heal. And here we see two people, two very different types of people, actually. One is a synagogue official who comes to Jesus begging him to come and heal his daughter. And the other is a woman with a hemorrhage. He meets the synagogue official. The synagogue official begs him to heal his daughter. And Jesus actually goes. Despite the, the, the large crowd surrounding him, despite the busyness of Jesus, Jesus still goes and feels compassion and goes to heal his daughter. But on the way to heal her, he meets another woman who comes and tries to touch his robe for healing. And she has a hemorrhage and he eventually heals her and then goes to the daughter of the official and heals the daughter and great display of power from Jesus once again as he continues to heal both the woman and the daughter of the official. And what both of, the, uh, of these people have in common, what all of these people who are healed in Jesus have in common, what all these people who come to Jesus for help, have in common, is that they all know that Jesus is the only hope. Jesus is the only one who has the power to heal. Christ is our only hope. For healing, yes, but for salvation. He is our only hope, the only one who can save us from our sins. And these people come to him. Because they know that this is true, that he is God and he alone has the power to save and to heal. He alone is our only hope. And so we ask the question, who then is this? People are watching Jesus perform miracle after miracle in his ministry. They watch him preach and they're asking, who is this? And we saw today in, the, in our passage, the end of Mark chapter 4 and in Mark chapter 5, that Jesus has full authority. Jesus is completely sovereign over demons, over Satan, over everything. And Jesus is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. Okay? So this is Jesus. All authority, 
fully sovereign and all-powerful. And I got a, three questions for you. Number one, in what situations do you find yourself struggling to trust the Lord? Do you have certain situations in life or certain trials that you've been through where you just struggle to trust the Lord? Maybe you're like the disciples on the boat who struggled and showed that they had very little faith at all. Number two, in moments of doubt, when you're struggling like this, what truths about Jesus should you remember? What truths about Jesus should bring you back hope uh, in Christ, should cause you to remember that Christ is our only hope and that he has the power to save us from our sins, to save us from our trials? Uh, what truths should you remember during times of doubt and trials? We learned about a lot of those truths in our devotional today. The third question is, what practical steps will you take today to grow in your trust in the Lord? What practical steps? What can help you to grow in your trust in the Lord? And I would recommend a couple things. Pretty obvious ones. Number one, Bible reading. Continue to read your Bible. And the more that you learn about who Jesus is, the more you will grow in your trust in him. And the second thing I would suggest is to pray. Pray to God. Ask him to grow you in your trust in him. And as you pray and you continue to commune with God and you continue to talk with him, your trust in him will continue to grow as you grow your relationship with him. Does that make sense? So we can trust in our God in Jesus who has full authority, who is completely sovereign, who is all powerful. That's our devotional for today. See you tomorrow.